This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com and join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Figs makes 100% awesome scrubs focused on design, function, and comfort. Ridiculously soft, proprietary four-way stretch fabric. Moist wicking, anti-wrinkle, anti-odor. Up to 20 pockets on some styles. It's Listen, if you're in the healthcare field and you're not wearing scrubs, get with it. And if you have a loved one in the field, get them the perfect gift. Get them scrubs. They will always need new stylist scrubs. Figs is making awesome scrubs all the time uh, with new colors, new styles. And it's a gift that anyone in the healthcare industry will gladly accept. And especially in the healthcare industry, they're probably hard people to shop for. Mm-hmm. So get them, just keep getting them fixed. They're they, fitted, they're soft. Like compared to what they have on hand at a hospital, they are night and day different. Head to wearfigs.com, use promo code V-I-A-L-L to get 15% off your first order. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com, promo code V-I-A-L-L. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a very special episode of The Vile Files, the update episode. Do we call it updates? Let's call it the update episode. I don't know. It's an update episode. Special day of the week. It's our fourth time this week. You're welcome. Hope you enjoy it. We've been asking for updates from our callers. We've been getting a bunch, and we're trying to pick just a handful to share with you. We have some people calling in, share some updates. We we'll read some emails. We uh, have some flashbacks. It should be a fun episode. I hope you guys really enjoy it. If you do, we'll keep doing it on a regular basis. And if not, we'll do it once in a while, I guess. But uh, let us know what you guys think of this. If this is something you want to see more on the regular, to hear people's stories and get f- more follow-ups and follows people's journeys, they work through their struggles. Anything ladies you got going on and want to share on this special occasion i was going to share a nice email we got okay okay but i just feel like it fits very well with the updates okay hearing from our listeners uh this is from natalia who lives in mexico city i want to go to mexico city right i know maybe natalia will host us yeah maybe we can go visit okay but the email says i've been listening to the vile files for over a year now and i wanted to thank the three of you you Guys, truly make me a better version of myself. All the talks and the experiences of each of you have taught me a lot. I've learned not how to treat others, but most importantly, how to treat myself. So thank you. I have never been the best at treating myself well, but throughout you, I think I got to the conclusion that I most of the time go first, that I'm allowed to feel, chase, love, draw my boundaries, and also to feel heartbroken. So thank you. All of this stuff has shaped me into another different person. Every time I listen to you guys, I learn something new, something that helps me become a better version of myself. Nick, I thank the internet I found you. I can't thank enough to the Vile Files for making me so happy. Allie and Amanda, thank you for sharing your experiences with us. You guys make my days, and I feel that I can be a friend to you. The audience, thank you for sharing part of your story. Most of the time, it resonates with what I'm going through slash have gone through. Thank you all. Nick, thanks again for being a little but still part of my life. You should be proud. With all my love, Natalia from Mexico City. Mexico City. All right. Oh, That's so sweet, Natalia. Delightful. Also, what a lovely name, Natalia. Yeah. Yeah. Really pretty name. Is that like Spanish for Natalie or is it just a totally different name? I feel like it's Italian, right? Oh, fuck if I know. Insert ad from Babel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Babel. Uh, thank you, Natalia. That was, that was, that was sweet to, to read those. But really, we thank you guys for all the people who have written in and called in and shared their stories and their updates. It's nice to know that we have this community uh, of people who listen to the show, whether it's just for entertainment or whether you get anything out of it. It is rewarding to hear that people will, A, enjoy this show, but more specifically, that some people find it to be you know beneficial to their personal lives. Speaking of trying to be beneficial to your personal life, whether you could be entertained or maybe get some, you know, a helpful tidbits. My book, Don't Text Your Ex, Happy Birthday. I know, I bring it up again. It's available for pre-order and it would mean the world if you haven't yet to go ahead and pre-order that book, whether it's for yourself or a friend or a loved one who is going through it in a relationship or maybe you just want to 
just some helpful reminders. It's a fun, easy read. It's something just you can page through it. You can read it chapter by chapter. You can read the whole thing. I honestly think you will be pleasantly surprised. And it would mean the world to me if you guys uh, gave it a shot. I promise you, you will find something that you uh, can use in your life and will make you feel in more in control of, of that life and your choices. I promise. So link in our show description to pre-order the book or check it out on my Instagram. We'll share links that will allow you to buy it online for the same price as Amazon, but you can support local bookstores, which is always fun. Well, however you want to get it, if you want to pre-order it, I appreciate it. So uh, I guess let's get to our updates. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. I would like your help with asking out my chiropractor on a date. Ooh. Tell us about so, this uh, back-breaking hottie. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you some context. It should be quick. So I started seeing this chiropractor as a patient back in March. And I was referred to this practice by a friend. So gotcha. I didn't know anything about the practice or the doctor and so, so when I you first walked in, in set the stage, were you like, were you immediately taken back or was this like a slow, slow build? Oh, no. Like I'm waiting in the private room for my, the, the consultation to start and he walks in and he's so fucking hot. I was very flustered and like we were going through my health history and I was getting very like bashful. I was like, this is this is private information. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you get rejected for whatever reason. Yeah. Are you still going to go that. to him? Of course. I don't care. I mean, I don't mind being rejected. I don't necessarily want to do it in the open area where everyone is there. You might as well get adjusted by a hottie. Exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. To Allie's point, there might be lots of reasons why he can't. But yeah, I think you slide. Yeah. Shoot your shot. Might as well. I think it's something like good news, bad news. Bad news is I think I might need to find another Cairo. But the good news is I know this cool place I want to take you for drinks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's a really solid. Wow. That's okay. a good one. Well done. I'm going to send it. <gasps> Ready? Yes. Send. Go. Three, two, one. Sent. Yay! We're excited to find out yeah. what, what he says. Me too. I just want her to be posted. able to deliver that hands on on me line. <laughs> oh my God. It's. Funny. I hope I can send that one. All right. All we'll right. see. Thank you guys. Let us know. Good luck. What's going on? Uh, hi, I'm Christina. I'm 30 years old. And last time I called in, I asked for help asking my chiropractor out on a date. So, and you got the date. Well, right? I got a response. You got a from response. From the text. Yes. Because so, we were on the impression like he responded like it was like we said. We well, said good news, bad news. That was the framework. Bad news, I have to find a new chiropractor. Good news. I know a really great place. I want to take you for drinks. Yes. And he res- he responded like, like pretty quickly. Like what's the day. place or what's the great place you were going to take me kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, first he said, I'm I'm sad to hear you have to find a new chiropractor. And That's then he right. said, what's the, what's the place you want to take me? Or was where's the place you want to go is what he said. And I suggested a wine place and he never responded to that. I just gave the location. I said, it, it's a really great wine spot. I said the name of it. And then he just never responded. A couple of weeks went by. I didn't want to follow up. I didn't know if I should. I was sort yeah. of debating it, but I, I ne- ended up not saying anything because I had another appointment scheduled. So I thought I'll just go in and, and figure it out in person. And then I ended up getting COVID. So two more weeks went by. At this point, I'm like, he's not even like, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I ended up going in maybe two or three weeks later. Were you like pretty nervous? I was nervous. Yeah. yeah, I was nervous for this one just because he didn't respond. But it was a little confusing because it seemed like he was interested. But then he just went dark and I didn't know what I was really getting myself into. So I walked in. I go to the adjustment table. He comes in. He says, hi. And he's like, OK, face down. So as I'm like going to go face down on the table, I say to him. I don't know why that sounds funny. All right, come in I face know. down. <laughs> I know. Right. So as I'm kind of like going on the table I said so I take it you're not a wine guy and he he kind of plays dumb at first or maybe he forgot but he was like what do you mean and then he goes oh wine no I he's like I really like wine it's just and he kind of went low with his voice and he's like I have I have a girlfriend and I said oh you didn't say that I was that was your response didn't say you had a girlfriend 
And so at this point, he's like adjusting me and I don't say anything else because my head is on the table. And he said something like to the effect of, yeah, she was really not happy about that. Like it was your fault? Yeah. How are you to know? I don't know if that's what he meant. I mean, that was really confusing. Like he made it sound like you like sent him a nude unsolicited. Right. But also... Or like you you posted a bikini photo on your Instagram and he like commented and liked it. Right. None of this is my, on me. I, mean, I know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, why she really didn't like that. that. Well, yeah. I would. You did. What did you say? I would have been like, yeah. I would. I guess I wouldn't have liked you responding to me in the way you did had you had a girlfriend. Yeah, I wish I said that. I didn't. I w- I was a little flustered. I, I don't know. No, yeah. Hard, hard to process in the moment. And and I also I think I, you know in true woman fashion I'm pretty sure I apologized. <laughs> I was probably like, oh, I'm so sorry. That sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to apologize. Are you? No. I'm sorry that you were made to feel like you That's had to okay. apologize. I mean, I did. I said, you know, like you. I said you should have. You should have told me you had a girlfriend. And I said, I'm sorry if I crossed a boundary. Obviously, I wouldn't have asked you for drinks if I knew. And he said, it's cool. We're cool. He gave me a fist bump, and then that was it. Do you still go to him? I do. Yeah. And I actually am in a relationship now and seeing someone new. And oh, he knows. Great. He knows that. So. Yeah, we talk about that. Sometimes. How did you meet the person? Like you're like you've defined it. You're like we're in love. We're not in love, but we're in a relationship. He's my boyfriend. I met him through volleyball, actually, through a friend, and yeah, he's great. Great. Does yeah. he does he know about your chiropractor? No, he does not. I mean, if he asked, I would definitely share. It was before we dated. Yeah, that's like one of those so. weird things. It's just like, do you bring up? Like, by the way, like, are you still want to fuck my chiropractor? I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want me to still go to him? <laughs> you want me to still go? But like nothing happened. You had a crush on a guy and yeah. there was no And I I mean I can still acknowledge that he's attractive. Like sure. I, that hasn't changed. He's yeah, still no, an attractive chiropractor. I don't, but yeah, I, don't think I just... you need to. All right. Well I know. You're in love. That's yeah. that's the moral of this story. <laughs> yeah, weird uh weird response by him. Weird response for sure. It was misleading, but I mean, the good news is your text worked, so you're still whatever your track record is. Yeah, you got a response. The text did work, I guess. It got a response. Yeah. Where's the place oh, you want to go? It's almost like he was accepting. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go. He could have just so easily been like, ah, uh, like he could have been like, yeah, I'm not sure my girlfriend, like, or he could have been like, can my girlfriend come? You know, he could have been playful like that. And then like, but hopefully we can still, hopefully you'll still be a patient or something. I don't know. He he definitely had options that didn't like need to be. I mean, he could have literally just said, hey, like, I'm so flattered, but I have a girlfriend. He didn't even need to be cheeky. He He could have just been honest. Yeah, he could have just been honest. (laughs) But even if he wanted to be cheeky, he could have been cheeky. Because it seemed like he was replying, thinking he was being cheeky. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what he was doing. Oh, well, my to girlfriend che- really didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, she didn't. Maybe don't be meant, a sleaze. Don't yeah, don't don't respond to your patients on Instagram and accept their drinks. I don't know, right? Because there's no world in which if you were dating someone and you saw that they got asked out in that manner, and their first response was what he wrote, I'd be fucking. I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be more than I I think I think we need to break up. Like, I know. And and also now that I know he has a girlfriend, I think it's interesting that he accepted my friend request. Oh, you're a patient. Was that is after that a, or before? That, that was the first thing that happened was I before I asked him out, I, I friend requested him. I don't know. You can be friends with people. Yeah. Yeah, that I don't have a problem with the accepting no. of a friend request. You know, I it's follow, more just a response. I yeah. Think. Like I mean, I follow people who like come on this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like who are guests and you know, yeah. they follow you oftentimes I'll start following people, they'll follow you know, like I have a lot of women guests, like and yeah. I just end up following them and that that's the extent of it. But right. That's true. So yeah. you being a patient, like whatevs. Yeah, it's just the response was confusing. Well, you did nothing wrong. Uh, and I'm happy no. you are in a relationship. So congrats. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks Thank for letting us know. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the help. Hey, Thank hey, any, anytime. Well, like either way, it sounds like maybe this all led to... How did you meet your guy? I mean, volleyball. You just mentioned. Volleyball, yeah. Who asked who out? We kind of just started hanging out after volleyball, um, going to get food. And usually there's a big group of us, but we would kind of break off just us two and... He asked me for to go to dinner once. Actually, the oh, first date I wore sweats because I didn't know if I wanted it to be a date. So I showed up in sweats and he looked He really asked nice. you to dinner. You're like, I don't know if I want this to be a date. So you're like, yeah. you know how I'm going to like make sure it's not a date. I'm going to wear sweats. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't. Well, it was like. Well, a like very, what do you mean sweats? It, are we talking like cute leggings that like still look good? Are you? Are we talking like? That was a sweatshirt and shorts. Are we talking joggers or give up pants? Yeah. No, it was like sweat shorts and like a sweatshirt. And I had my makeup and hair done, but I really wasn't sure what impression I wanted to give because I wasn't sure how interested I was. So the moral of the story is like, I mean, I mean, if if. If I was things, like, I'm not going to try. If things don't work out for Nellie and I, uh, and I start dating again, and if a girl shows up and sweats, I know that she doesn't want it. She's not sure if she means wants it. Jerry's out. Yeah. She has makeup, but sweats. She's like, she's not sure about me. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's just something. Right, good to know. I do. I don't know. I just wasn't sure what impression Does this I wanted track to or is this unique? Is, 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 do you, would you do this, Allie or Amanda? Would you be like, you know what? Sweats. I think it's a real power move to show up casual to a date. Or just like maybe wear like two different shoes. You know, you're just like not so, sure. That just looks so. a little bit like, oh, is she okay? <laughs> Does she know what's What going kind on? of restaurant was it? Oh my gosh, it was Italian, but I didn't know that. You so. were? <laughs> like, <laughs> so like a nice restaurant. And you show up in sweatshirts. So during the date, I was, I actually did clarify. I was like, is this a date? Like, did you think this was a date? And he was like, it can be whatever you want it to be. What did you think it could be? Well, it wasn't like. Were you going to talk about like volleyball strategy? No, I agree though. I when <laughs> okay. I went on the first date with my explain. boyfriend, I didn't know. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you're like, okay, are we vibing? I don't know if we're vibing in this way or a different way. But yeah. he asked you to dinner. But dinner's different. But yeah. Last minute, it was like, hey, do you want to grab a bite to eat later? Yeah. That's mm. confusing. That's not like, hey, I'm I stand yeah. in solidarity <laughs> with you. Thank yeah, you. it's not like planned out ahead of time. It wasn't pre-planned, thought out in advance. Like, here's the okay, time. Okay, no, I hear like, you out. Like, I, 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 okay, I hear you. I hear you. Like, we're I, I've, friends. I, I, asked, I get food with volleyball friends all the time, though, guys. Yeah, I've asked friends to dinner, I guess. Okay. But, yeah. And then I got COVID and I missed him a lot. And that's when I knew. All right. Aww. Well, congrats on love. Yay. I feel like it's love. <laughs> thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, take care. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Brooklyn and the weather may be cooling down, but Brooklyn's Labor Day sale is here to heat things up. Home of the Internet's favorite sheets, Brooklyn is kicking off their site-wide Labor Day sale just in time to save big on their award-winning bedding and towel bundles. What more can I say? It's amazing. It's awesome. Everything they have is wonderful, soft, affordable, stylish, and cool. They have new colors, new styles all the time. Their loungewear is the most softest thing you can put on your skin. Their sheets are the softest things you can sleep on. Their comforters are also amazing. And the best part is they're so affordable because they cut out the middleman. This is a stylishly cool brand. It's like hip. It's trendy. 100,005 star reviews, 100,005 star reviews. The other 999,000 people also agree with me. What are you waiting for? Head to Brooklyn in today to save on high quality home essentials this Labor Day. Listening after the sale, you can still save. Visit brooklinen.com and use promo code VILEFILES, that's V-I-A-L-L-F-I-L-E-S, for $20 off plus free shipping on purchases of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L-F-I-L-E-S. You got to have Brooklyn and I don't know what more to say. Just go to brooklinen.com and you're welcome i know you ladies out there want to redecorate i know it i know you do it's that time of year it's fall you just like you want to clean everything out then you want to make it perfect it's in your dna i think when god made ladies they're like (laughs) you you're going to want to redesign things constantly and you're gonna you're right it's just Mm -hmm. it's a gift that god gave you it's like an annual nesting period yeah so uh (laughs) help yourself out and and go to article because article has um, so many cool styles so many things to choose from. Their mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs are cool, stylish, and awesome. I've always gotten complimented on my article furniture. It's comfortable. It's cool. And your bedroom is one of those places you always want to outfit and get something new. And they have amazing new bedroom stuff. Article offers cozy beds, swanky headboards, and a ton of lighting options to help you set the tone. And that bedroom of your dreams or just you need a new bedroom. Don't ask your man's permission for, you know, saying, hey, we should just decorate it. Just do it on your own and have him thank you later. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. And like I said, they cut out the middleman and make it super easy and fun to shop. They make returning things you don't like, which almost never happens. Super easy and convenient. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. So Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash V-I-A-L-L, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's 
A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash V-I-A-L-L for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So I recently met someone who joined my group at work um, this last fall, and I found him like really attractive off the bat. Um, We'd like definitely hit it off. But at the time, like he was dating someone, he was dating a girl. And so like, it was just very platonic. We go out for drinks, like maybe once every few weeks, once a month. Um, And then this come this summer, I'd invited him and his girlfriend to come with me and my friends um, on a trip away for the weekend. And he actually asked if just he could come. And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, Come to find out him and his girlfriend had broken up. And it seems like within the last like three weeks, our like relationship has like very much changed. And like we text all the time. I see him about three times a week. We'll go running together. Um, But I have no indication of like, if we are truly just friends, if I'm like feeling like an emotional void um, or, or really what the situation is. Like I've had some cues from him, um, but I can't fully read it. And so you're just trying to figure out if you should make a move. I'm in favor of going on the trip, not doing it before, maybe trying to like make a subtle move or like just try to see if there's a moment. Mm-hmm. Don't force it too much, but just feel it out. Feel it out. And depending how the trip goes, after the trip, if it goes really well, then I think you do exactly what Morgan said, where you just say, can I just be honest with you? And I'm sorry if I got this wrong. And and if and if you don't feel this way, it's totally fine. Our friendship means a lot to me regardless, but I I just gotta say it and and ask. Mm-hmm. And um see what he says. Welcome back, Jack. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, good to good to talk to you. So last time we talked with you, you were uh shooting your shot with a friend who yes. you didn't know if they were gay or not, and you yes. had an upcoming trip. And w- did we say you should maybe bring it up before the trip? Uh, you guys said either bring it up like the last day of the trip or after the trip. Talk to them about it. Okay. I, I was the only one who was like pro before the trip, and everyone else was like, no, because the trip's going to be weird then. Yeah. Yes. What happened? Okay, so like a week before, because we had, we had talked like a few weeks prior to the trip, a week before he went on a bachelor party, He's texting me like the whole time over the, like, kind of felt like a spouse. Like he's on this bachelor party. Like I'm back at home. Like he's sending me pictures of his friends. And I remember I woke up on Sunday and there's just an upside down smiley text at 2 a.m. And because I hadn't responded to his last text, I was like, ooh, he was thinking about me when he was drunk. So like going into it, I am hyped. So the trip's coming up. I get a spray tan. Like I'm doing (laughs) everything to like look my best. And then, and we're texting like all the time leading up to it. And then the day before the trip, he tests positive for COVID, so he couldn't come. So I was, oh. I was pretty, I was pretty devastated, honestly. Oh. So my sister was like, she was coming on the trip, so she's like, you need to be even more flirtatious with him. Like he's giving you all the signs. So I was like, okay. So I started to get more flirty on a text. Like I'm really disappointed we can't go on this trip. Like maybe there's another time like the two of us can go on a trip. And when I like said that, he said, I may ask this girl out. I may or may not at work that I like have had a crush on. And I was like, whoa, like my heart was like in my stomach. So I was like, he's giving me a lot of signals at this point that. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm a little confused myself. I, yes, (laughs) I, I love my guy friends, you know, and, and I, and even like, even as a man to a heterosexual man, I'm, I'm expressive, but I don't do this, you know, I don't go to a bachelor yeah. party and I'm like, not, not sending like upside down emojis at two o'clock in the morning and like giving them a play by play of the evening. Like, you're right. That right. sounds like, sounds like something you do with your girlfriend. I mean, even most, yeah. uh, well, we were talking about this in a few weeks ago, but like, you know, a lot of straight men are terrible at like texting with even their girlfriends. And this guy's just blowing you up. Exactly. So after he said that, I was pretty pissed off, honestly, and like hurt. So I just like stopped texting him back. And then he just like kept texting me, like maybe like right like 20 minutes later, then an hour later, then he was sending me stuff on Instagram. Then he's texting me again. And my sister's like, oh, I think he was testing you. And like, he's like freaking out now. Because at this point, he's like communicated like four or five times, like over the course of like five hours. And what was he saying? Just like, how's the trip? Like, well, what was going on? Like, he's trying to change the subject of other things. Because I just never responded to that text about that girl he said he was going to ask out. Okay. So like after like a couple hours, I was like, okay, he's kind of like 
sat in his stuff for a, a while now. Like I've kind of like sent a message like, don't do this stuff. I don't know if you're testing me, but don't do it. So then he starts texting me back like right away throughout the rest of the trip. We're texting the whole time. I get back on Sunday. We FaceTime for two hours. And during that time, he talks about that girl again. And she has a boyfriend. So I was like... Wait, wait you, you like you got on the time and FaceTime for two hours? Yes. I'm so confused. I know. Oh, I was get, it gets even wilder. Okay, so then, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting into it. So then um, I'm like, okay, it, a girl that you work with that has a boyfriend, in no world are you ever going to ask him on a date. So I was like, I don't know what that is, but like, it's strange, whatever. So c- things kind of go on where like... It's oh, so yeah, up. so hey, hit the backtrack, he... he he first said, there's this girl I like, I want to ask her out. And then you found out she, he knew that she had a boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Which I was like, I, I know, A, he is never that type of person to do that. But B, most people would never do that. Like, it's not worth all the risks associated with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then time kind of goes on. And like, it's getting to the point, like, I need to say something. Like, it is driving me insane. Like, I feel like I'm taking all of his message, like signals he's giving me like one way or the other. And so I'm just very like up and down emotionally. And it kind of lands with he's going to go on this trip. He invited me to go. And so we're going to go hiking together. It ends up, it's just going to be the two of us. We're going away for four days. So I'm like, oh, this is the time. Like, and so during the trip, we get there. He still is kind of cycling through talking about that girl. And then now he's talking about a girl that he got coffee with in the office and like how him and this girl are going to lead to something. And it was just very weird because at the same time, I felt like I was getting really like flirtatious signals from him. So like the first night we're there, he's talking about this wedding and like he wants to ask this girl. He's like, should I ask this girl that I got coffee with as a plus one? And I was like, no, you've met her once. Do not take someone to North Carolina. Yeah, it's bizarre. Plus one. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, well, I could take you. And I was like, really? I was like, yeah, I'd totally go. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, we'll figure it out. So then I'm like, okay, I'm texting my friends. Like, I'm jazzed. I'm like, I'm going to be his plus one to a wedding. No straight guy is taking a gay guy to a wedding. It begs the question, and if there's more of the story, but like, you know, everyone's kind of coming out journey is different, right? And it, I know we live in a time where being gay is far more you know, socially accepted, Acceptable. but yeah. nevertheless, like you still hear stories of of adult men, depending on where, you know how they grew up or pressures from family. Like, is it possible he's just like struggling with his like sexual identity and just maybe is afraid? Because boy, this sure sounds like a guy who likes you, is into you, and maybe just struggling with the truth that maybe he is attracted to you in this like this talking about women or girls he likes that have boyfriends that he has a crush on or people he has coffee with. Like, none of that's adding up. You know, I know of people, you know, who have, you know, like, tried to like women, tried to date women, tried to even pretend they have crushes, but at the end of the day, they're just, like, fighting a feeling. Is that possible with this guy? Or, like, have you thought that? Or Yeah, for sure. He, um, like, he worked at a bank right out of college, and I feel like he's always idealized this, like, wall street like relationship like sure yeah, yeah i mean you know the stereotype yeah. and, like he definitely like very much talks about that so i i've always wondered if for him like the word identity i feel like is really strong because it's like he wants this certain type of identity all right so anyways you get invited to a wedding yes so then things are leading up to the last day i know i've got to tell him like this last day and he kept he keeps bringing up this girl um, the one with the boyfriend. And he had texted me about it previously. I forgot this part, but he had texted me about her and I just didn't respond, like kept talking about other things. And then he like replied back to that message he had sent a few hours prior and was like, I can tell you don't approve of this. Like he called it like his homework and crush. And I was like, no, I don't approve of it. And he was like, is there, a, is it because like she has a boyfriend? I was like, yeah, that among like other things. And he's like, what other things? And I was kind of like, you know what it is. Because I feel like at this point, it has to be so obvious yeah. that I like, like him. And he knows you're gay, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? The, you know, I have plenty of gay friends, right? And we go out to dinners and we hang out and like there's like there's a love there, right? But like if I were doing this with my gay friends, yeah, it just doesn't ma- It doesn't make sense. Yeah, for sure. So we get to the last day. And at this point, too, he one of the other things that I looked back and I was like, that was actually pretty strange was... He had me like feel his underwear because he's like the these compression shorts I've had forever. They're really soft. I was like, oh, okay, so I like felt them, but I was like, I've never had a straight guy <laughs> do that before. 
But so like, the last day times when... I've like joked with my gay friends or we've like complimented like it's like like it's we know we're joking, right? Like we, we know I'm straight. We know they're gay. There's like even with my straight friends, we'll like, oh, you're like really hot today or something like that. It's like, yeah. you know, we're but like this is different. Like I've never kind of like, hey, just feel these shorts. Like, man, they're really soft. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, OK, so you feel he has you feel his. You feel him up. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're in the pool and he brings that girl up for the 40th time. And he, again, is like starting to press me on like, he's like, do you not like her? Like, what is it? And I was like, no, I've never met her. And he was like, well, like, what is it? And I was like, you know what it is. And like, finally I say like, it's because like, I like you. And I don't know if this is like a friendship or more than a friendship. And he was like, it's just a friendship. So then I was like, I like was pretty emotional about it because I was like, I feel like I'm crazy right now. Like, and so I was like, I need to explain why I felt the way I did and why I've acted this, like taking these steps because like sure. I've had a bunch of straight friends and I've never gone down this path before. So we kind of like walked through the different scenarios that like you and I have talked about is like things and make like signals he sent me. Sure. Um, but that's kind of where like things really landed. And where are we now? So are we still friends? Yeah, we're still friends, but like, but how did, how did he respond to you kind of laying out very justifiably thinking, Hey, like I have straight friends. It's like, you know, like you, like I'm I'm assuming that you were like, I'm assuming it like some version of this conversation. You were like, listen, I have straight friends and it's not like you're some, you know, you're a gay guy who like anytime like a straight guy compliments you, you're like, Oh, he must be gay. I should, you know, like you're not doing that. Right. He was giving you very, like very specific things and like and doing things that just aren't typical in any platonic friendship between i guess men i don't know like yeah what did he say to that reasoning his big reasoning overall was that like i'm just i don't keep a lot of close friends or yeah like i have a handful of close friends so when i invest in someone i like fully invest in them and like it is taken as like flirtatious and then he dropped this on me he said this is not the first time a gay guy has told me they like me you mean this is not the first time he's led on a gay man? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's better for There it is. <laughs> uh, I think something's up with this guy. Yeah. So since then, we've stayed friends, but like the, and he said, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to be the same person. Like, because I was feeling insecure about like it changing our friendship. But then looking back on it, it's like time's gone on at the same time. I'm kind of like, well, like there were some things that like, well, that's, my, that's my, be as close of friends. That's my question is like, you know, I'm not saying you need to cut this guy off, but do you like you're not crazy from where we sit. Yeah. And now it's like, OK, you have a pattern of doing this and you're not cra- like, again, you're not you're not some like young person who like is reading into everything. Like, oh, they are obsessed with me. And they're like, I don't know, man. Like, I think they just said hi. You know, like, yeah. that's not, <laughs> you know, that's not you. Yeah, he was tickling your shoulder. Like he was Armpit. doing. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. We all saw the photo too. Like, remember we were looking at yeah. the photo where like they look like that's a couple. not being like a good friend. That's flirting, right? And he said, which at this point, then so then we start going into some of the stuff, and he said like, yeah, I kind of figured you liked me. I would bring that girl up because it make you like uncomfortable. And I was like, yeah, but like that really hurt me. Like every time you would bring her up, like my stomach would drop. And he was like, oh, like I didn't realize that. So it kind of got to the point too where I was like, I feel like this is a little bit like just immature. And like, I felt like he was grasping onto maybe the attention or like the chase of like getting me to like, like him. I don't know, but I haven't noticed as much like passion when he texts me since we left. And so I haven't put as much effort in either. So it's kind of like, we're still friends, but like, it's not like we were before. Like we're texting. Probably for the best because like whatever it is, it kind of sounds, you call it immature, a little toxic, a little like, yeah, maybe he's just doing it to validate himself. I I don't know. Yeah, And maybe it is immaturity or maybe he doesn't realize he he does like men and he's calling it this. I I don't know. And he's still struggling with it. But either way, it seems like you finally got some clarity wasn't the answer you wanted but like you know it sounds like you recognize that you got caught up in this too and then maybe the healthy thing is is to like you know whatever we can be cool if i see you at a party great but like maybe not prioritize him in this friendship anymore because he gave you justifiable reasons to like have feelings for him and now it's like you know like any other situationship between like a any couple like you cared about the person and like for you to try to pretend that you don't 
didn't care about him and just be friends because he decided to be like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, it's not fair to you, you know? Right. No, 100%. And I would at least give yourself some time, you know? Um, Yeah, which, I mean, I have. Like, we've definitely been at a distance. I feel like for the most part, I'm like, over it at this point but on the like he ended up moving his flight up because he had work on monday like he was starting a new job he's like do you mind if i move it and i was like yeah that's fine but like i don't want to spend a few extra like hundred dollars to move my flight up like it doesn't matter to me when i get home yeah i was just sitting in the airport alone he had already left and i was like i feel like i'm like on the bachelor like left on an island or something (laughs) sitting there with my own emotions like in this airport all alone yeah yeah, that's a good analogy, but I'm sorry you went through it. Don't let it also like impact yeah. your own faith in your ability to read signs and signals because I really, yeah. everything that you described yeah. was really definitive and really clear. And I know there's also like something I feel all the time if I'm like interested in a woman is I worry about this, like, you know, like the predatory queer narrative, you know, like there's just like a yes. lot of stuff that goes into that. And so like you, I think just like make sure it doesn't let you shake your own uh, confidence in your ability to like read the room and pick up on things because it sounded like everything you were picking up on was a hundred percent valid. Also, the fact that he yeah. was like, "This isn't the first time." Like, come, he, he knows, knows what he's, what do- he's, he's doing. Know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why he's yeah. doing it, <laughs> but he knows what he's doing. Because I asked him about the wedding date too. I was like, "If you thought I liked you, why would you ever ask me to be a plus one to your wedding? Like, do you know what kind of message that sends me?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah. I was kind of joking about it when I brought it up. Like, I realized that." No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't joking. I don't think so either. (laughs) He's uh, some sort of insecurity, whether it's not really comfortable with who he is, whatever that might be. And he likes doing this, if for no other reason than like to feel more powerful and more in control. And in a world where he might often feel out of control, and maybe that lack of control has to do with his lack of confidence in his own identity. I don't know. But like, there's definitely some like insecurity going on and he it manipulates other people to feel a little bit more control of, of, of themselves and it's not an accident and it's by design and it's a little fucked up. You know, I'm not saying he's like a dangerous person, but I uh, he's someone who like comes with some red flags and uh, it's not a person I would necessarily trust or really invest in. Yeah, that you're pretty much emulating what most of my friends said. They were yeah. all of the same nature. Like I give him a lot more grace than I feel like most of my friends did where they were like, yeah, no. And I was like, all right. Yeah, but you liked them. And then like when you yeah, like exactly. someone and you like you you don't want to find out like I'm not saying he's a piece of shit, but like you don't want to think people are a piece of shit because you liked them. And then we're always afraid. What does it say about us if I liked a piece of shit, so to speak? So then we yeah. will defend the piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I think your friends got it. Yeah. And I mean, I will say, though, I'm never one to like tell people I like them. So when I did tell people the whole story. Everyone's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, Yeah, I finally did it. It must have been hard. And don't let the fact that it didn't go, like you weren't crazy. You put yourself out there after you, like, and you still survived it, right? Like, yeah, like it it couldn't have gone worse and yet you're still here. So in the future, it can only get better. Right. No, I agree. And I mean, I think I told you this last time, but like I'm going to school for a year in Europe. So like, it's better not to have like a a long distance relationship anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> All right. Have fun. Where in Europe? Uh, Oxford in England. Amazing. Oh, Congrats. Nice. Yeah. Good for Thanks. you. Thanks. I'm yeah. really excited. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Go have a blast, man. Uh, good luck with the food. But <laughs> I'm it's sure okay. you'll find Eat great food. If you like Indian food, <laughs> yeah. that'd be great. Um, all right, Jack. I appreciate you uh, sharing your story. Uh, sorry I didn't yeah, work out the way you wanted, but uh, we do appreciate the update. Yeah. And thanks so much for all the advice. Like, it genuinely helped me a ton. So I really appreciate oh, my, my, my pleasure, man. Uh, it's been a it's been a joy talking with you. Yeah, for sure. All right, have a good one, guys. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. You're wonderful. Bye. Welcome back, Maddie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, last time we spoke, give us a little update. Yeah. So my story was pretty crazy. Uh, I'm in the military, and I found out my boyfriend um, had a wife and four kids that unbeknownst to me. And I found out about everything when we talked and I forgave him. And you told me all the things that I knew I should have wanted, you know, I should have listened basically. Let's play the tape on, uh, what I told Maddie. Originally when I wrote in, I had a question about whether or not I should, I guess, reconcile with my boyfriend. A lot has happened. I'm in the military. He was underway for about a month and in the process of all of that I found out that he (laughs) potentially was married with four kids your feelings don't necessarily mean your decisions are right you know so there's that's something to consider 
You have an adult conversation with them and you say, I love you and I'm so thankful to have you in my life. I am so thankful uh, of the guidance you've given me. I trust your judgment. That's why I asked. I recognize I'm taking a risk. I recognize that I could get hurt. I recognize that you're not wrong about the things that you find very concerning. I'm going to choose to take this risk. I'm unsure and I hope, like, listen, if I'm wrong, just... Just hope there's not an I told you so. But you just kind of like, you just name it, you know? Don't avoid it. Don't right. don't tell them that they're wrong. You don't know him like I know him. Like, no, right. you said it perfectly. They don't know how you feel. But they might see some major red flags that are they're seeing clear more clearly than you are. You are basically like literally giving him the playbook of how to lie to you. Because you are, yeah. you're just like, there's always, you have excuses of why it's okay for him to lie to you. It's too hard or right. it's too much or he has to go somewhere. And you just have to decide yourself if that's the type of information you, you want. Where there are reasons that it's okay to leave out important information or lie because it's inconvenient to tell the truth. Right. Um, you know, if, if. And if inconvenience is a justifiable reason to not be totally honest with you, then I, I don't know if that's going to be a long-term recipe for your happiness. Right. So you are, the way you are talking is you are justifying his uh, lack of full transparency. And like, yeah, on a case-by-case right. basis, like, yeah, there's exceptions to every rule and we all make mistakes. I get all that. You are just very vulnerable right now because you want him to be right. You want this to work. Right. And you're just very vulnerable with uh, what the truth is. And it's only been four months. So even without yeah, the yeah, right. uh, lies, <laughs> I would just, I would temper your excitement. Did you take my advice? I mean, remind yeah, me, Remind right. me what I said. Right. So, I mean, you told me to, you know, proceed with caution because at that point in time I had forgiven him and I was so, I had listened to the rerun, you know, over and over again. And I was just so lost in, oh, you know, deer in the headlights, like this is my person. And, you know, you just said proceed with caution. And I was like, okay. And just something in the back of my mind, like, I feel like because of how long I've listened to you, like I knew you're being so nice. And I was like, I just feel like I would not have written in if I knew like, you know, what the real answer was, which is that ultimately he's a liar. <laughs> Can't diagnose anyone as a narcissist, but what happened afterwards kind of proved everything, which, you know, so I forgave him and he went back to where his wife was. And it was like, oh, you know, the kids took it hard, like all this, you know, just excuse after excuse and broke up with me and, you know, said, I still want to be friends. I still want you in your life. Like, it's not fair to make you wait, even though that's what I want. So, you know, manipulative behavior. And I fell for it still because I was still like, I love him and like, I want to be with him. And fast forward, he proved again that everything really truly was a lie. Like, at, deleted me from his Facebook. Then he blamed his kids on it. He was like, oh, like my kids just don't want to see you like on their Facebook. And then. No, his wife you know, made you. My, his, I can't get a picture right now. She was like, delete her right now. And he was Correct. like, fine. And then he did. Right. And then and he then made up a different me, excuse. You know, calling yeah. me on the, right. Yeah. Calling me on the phone and just, oh, like I still want you in my life. Like she's not even here. Lie after lie after lie after lie. And I'm, again, still kind of believing it. And. Okay, I think ultimately, like, what led to, like, the ending of pretty much everything, like, he said something. It was, like, the big... He posted pictures with his wedding ring on. <laughs> That's what it was. And I didn't text him. I was like, you know, I'm just going to erase, like, all communication. Like, I blocked him from all of the social medias to where I couldn't even look at him, even though we weren't friends. And he, like, texted me and was like, oh, I... I was wearing my ring because my son asked me to, and I just don't know. I was wondering what you think I should, like, what's your opinion on that? Like, what should I do? And who are you to put me, like, in that kind of what a position? Dirty, what like, a dirty dog, yeah. Yeah, so fast forward, you know, he posted a profile picture with him and his wife, and it was very recent. The irony in all of this is he was wearing, you know, things that we bought when he was here. 
with me. So in the picture, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Uh... It's crazy. I mean, yeah. So I just texted him. You know, I was toxic for a little, little bit, and said, you know, all you are is a liar and a narcissist, and I want nothing to do with you. And I blocked him. So since then, are we done? Have we? Yeah, kept... I mean, I'm done. We're done. Yeah. How long ago was that? Out of my life. How long was? How long ago was that? about two and a half months now. Okay. Well, good for you. Reflecting back on the whole relationship, the time in which you Mm -hmm. called, the advice I gave, what did you learn? Like, what would you, you know, in a perfect world, like what what would you do differently, if anything, whether it's like do something faster? How are you going to go about things going forward? I mean, again, hopefully you don't run into something like him, but I'm sure there were certain behaviors that he showed. That in the future, what are you going to pay attention to and how are you going to approach that? I mean, you said it best. You say it all the time, like to certain people or, you know, whatever. Even when you do bachelor recaps is like, you know, Rachel loves love. That's me. I'm I'm Maddie. I love love and just being way more aware of that. And who could have imagined, you know, what this man did? He lied about so much and you know continuing he was good at that and i just think going forward is truly like healing and doing the work within myself and not being so eager the second that someone's like oh this these are all the things i want and again like you said usually when things are too good to be true gotta do a little bit more digging and i definitely gave him way more benefit of the doubt again i re-listened to your advice and usually there are little things that you didn't want to see before and i look back and realized there were a lot of like warning signs that were telling me that something was not right prior to the, you know, when I searched him and found out even more things, even before all of that, there were warning signs that I didn't listen to. And since then, I mean, it's a lot of work with therapy and trying to just like kind of get to the root of why I accepted like that type of behavior. And that's, I think, been the hardest part is like realizing the reality of what I was willing to be okay with and continue to still fight for someone that did not deserve an ounce yeah. of that care. Do you feel more confident in your ability to prioritize what you deserve? Because it's like, I always, you know, sometimes when I give advice, I'm, I, I feel like I interchange the word want and deserve. You know, if you want this, don't take, accept less. But like in your case, I feel like there's a distinct difference between want and deserve, mm-hmm. right? As you, you've kind of self-identified as someone who like, you know, loves love. And so hearing the things that you want to hear, mm-hmm. you seem, at least in the past, have been susceptible to like hearing the right thing and just, you know, kind of melting without, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, that was nice to hear, but, you know, check in, right? Because you deserve to truly be loved uh, by someone who, you know, wants to prioritize you and is truthful to you and doesn't lie to you. But as someone who wants to hear certain things, what you deserve and what you want are almost kind of like kind of butting heads, heads. right? So I think that's like the hardest part is I feel like, like even looking back, like I don't feel like are there things that I could have potentially changed? Yes. Are there things that I could have done differently? Yes. I was going with the information I had now. Of course, now Mm. I'm like, oh, I know this man freaking lied about everything and didn't mean a word he said. But in those moments, I feel like I led with that. And I think that's the hardest part is thinking about all of that and thinking about my actions. And I I don't think I would have changed everything because I, I was spreading with, you know, what I would change is the fact that I knew that man was still married. He still had you know, so much to deal with and then choosing to accept and believe because of the things, you know, that he was telling me. He was he was putting such a good like wrapping it up like with the bow and making me believe that like I was just this person that was just like making his life so much better and not thinking about what he was actually doing in my life because what he was yeah. doing in my life was tearing me down. <laughs> You know, and making yeah. me and so yeah, and I guess in the future, you know, it's really because th- like you know, you, in these situations, you don't want to become like a cynic, right? You know, you right. don't want to be someone who's just like, well, I can't trust anyone, I can't believe anyone. I mean, listen, unfortunately, there are liars out there, and there are people who are dishonest. You know, for me, you know, and I've I've experienced stuff, you know, not in a specific to yours, but I've had moments where I felt betrayed and by people I really mm-hmm. thought I trusted. Or, you know, I thought I was in love and I thought I was in a forever situation that certainly wasn't. You know, so what what helped me is this truly valuing, you know, for you, it might be a good exercise to like write down what you've always wanted and what you think you now deserve. 
and then you write that down, but like you, and then maybe look at it and say, how do I get those more lined up? Right. Because maybe hearing all the nice things is what you thought you wanted in the past, but you realize now, well, that's nice. That doesn't necessarily give me what I deserve. And then shift what you used to want to what you now want for yourself now. I want someone who makes me feel a certain type of way, not necessarily through their words, but I want them to be able to show it too. I, you know, words are nice, but I want it to, to match their actions. And to me, in the future, I won't validate their words until I see it consistently with their actions. So right. it's kind of like, in the future, it's like, well, it's, thanks for saying that, that's really nice. Like, allow yourself to maybe fall in love a little slower, you know? You know, they trust but verify type of thing. You know, it's, that's right. nice to hear, but I don't think that makes you a cynic by just being a little bit more cautious and waiting for them to match their actions with their words. Some people will show you through their actions that you they can be trusted and they're maybe, you know, not very expressive. Like maybe maybe your love word language is like words of affirmation. So maybe you are susceptible to like people who are very so grand, grandiose with like right. big, you know, gestures of of saying big things. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, I think you want to recognize that and say, I, I as someone who like loves to hear that stuff, I need to like... St- I need to check myself and make sure I'm seeing it first. And if it, and those two things don't add up, then the words have less meaning behind them. And I need to ask more questions. Right. And, and anytime it feels yeah. kind of off, you, you listen to that, you know, right. because that way you can be less scared of, you know, the, the, per, the person in your shoes is always, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. Like, well, I, I was lied to, I was betrayed and now I can't trust men or I can't trust and women. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, that's, so sums it up pretty much. Well, but you can, right? You just have to get you have to hold yourself accountable, right? You have to tell yourself like listen, I you have to have you look in the mirror and say, you know, I love words of affirmation. I love when people tell me these things about how they love me or how I make them feel, and I'm always going to love that. I'm not going to change that. But I need to make sure going forward to protect myself that I have to pay attention to their actions. And when those two things don't add up, I need to listen to that. Because in the future, I, and now I can trust people more because I'm going to implement these tools. Before, you weren't implementing anything. You were just kind of like, hey, if they say it, I'm going to believe it, you know? And I feel, I feel like I have the, I think that's like, that's for sure the biggest thing I struggle with. I mean, I'm not looking to date right now, but that's the thing I think about right now is that I have these tools. Like, I feel like it, I don't even know that I trust myself now to like make any type of decision. I think, with anyone romantically yeah. because of that, because it's like, I feel like I had all of those tools and I still. <laughs> yeah, but no, you, you, you know, maybe go back and be willing to acknowledge that maybe you didn't, you might have had them, but you didn't implement them. Right. You know, there was something that was causing you to look the other way or not take my advice initially, like stub, like in the, you know, a lot of that's ego. So like really just do some soul searching about what, what those moments were. Like, what you know, like when we avoid finding out the truth, right? Because we're afraid the truth hurts. Now you've, you've heard the truth. You've faced the right. truth. And yes, it hurt. But as I always say, like I said this to a caller earlier, you survived. You know, you are here right. talking to me. I'm still pretty good. Yes, that shitty part happened, but you survived it, right? So I think, you know, now it's just like challenge yourself to face short-term disappointment for long-term happiness because you are willing to ask certain questions right away and see if you can get honest answers. Then when those answers don't add up, I mean, like the good news is, is like your gut's never been wrong. You know, like if you think back, your gut was always telling you something was off and you were choosing to ignore it. Mm -hmm. So you can have confidence that your gut has never been wrong and you just have to do a better job of listening to your gut. So in the future, when you start dating, have the confidence to just, I got to listen to my gut more. I got to trust my gut. And when you when your gut tells you something, when you feel that voice of like something's off, you don't have to run or like completely dismiss them. But you definitely want to ask more questions. You definitely want to check in more. So would you would you say your gut feeling is like how you would create closure? Because I think that that's all, you know, there's so many things that I have to heal from. But I think for sure, like I know, you know, create your own closure and yeah. you know, you have the answers, right? My gut told me and you know i still have issues with the fact that like i just like again like his actions after like even when he was back there like wanting to talk to me all the time and then you know and again i know it's you wanted to like there's still just so many things that just don't make sense to like go from all of that and then to not even like i i guess like yeah it's probably an ego thing of me like wanting him to like 
try to basically lie to me again and be like, oh, like, I'm sorry, you know, but just, I guess, not having an answer, which I obviously I got the answer with, you know, all of his actions that he did. But I, I think that's still hard to like navigate for sure. I guess, what do you mean? So it's like, because, you know, like the last time we talked, like we were in such a, like a quote unquote good place and whatever and stuff. And then I, you know, the whole profile picture happened. And so I guess not having like final words and like him, like admitting because to this day, that's, that's the thing to this day. Yeah, Cause I remember, yeah, you're, 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 you're at the time when you called in, you were like trying to pitch it as like you were in a good place, but you were more worried about your friends being aware, mm-hmm. frustrated. And yeah. I, and I kind of told you to listen to your friends. Right. So that's the thing. It's like the closure for you it seems like is, I always say closure is acceptance. That's what it is. It is accepting your choices, is accepting what happened, accepting who they are. Mm-hmm. So you have to accept who he is. And you've used the word narcissist, liar, you know, whatever, regardless if he's an actual, if you can die. But like, he's certainly someone you can't trust. He yeah. is someone who is a liar. He is someone who's been manipulative. So you know, and you just have to accept that that's who he is. And so anytime you want to ask yourself why, I don't understand why he did this or said this, you just go back to what you accepted. You accepted that he was a liar, a manipulator, that he was deceitful. That's the lying, whatever, whatever I said. But, and, and, yeah. and those are characteristics of someone you don't want to date, right? If I right. said to you, if I met and I said like, hey, uh, I'm a matchmaker. I have this perfect guy for you right off the top. They're a liar. They manipulate. They won't make you feel good about yourself. What do you think? Should I set you up? What would you say? Yeah, of course. You say, no. say fuck no. That'd be insane. Right. Yeah. Right. But that's the conversation you have to have with yourself. You know, stop seeing them for like whatever these rose-colored glasses or whatever it was. Handsome, good and bad. I don't know. Said some I love you, some charming things. But at the end of the day, you have now accepted that what you know for sure, more than anything else, is that he's a liar. That he's manipulative. You know, that he's selfish and lead with that to explain why he did what he did. And then that's what you accept. And then you also want to accept the choices you made, right? You right. Which is I also chose to, because- I chose to not listen to my gut. My gut wasn't wrong. My gut wasn't crazy. I have my gut still with me. You know, right. I still have that. So next time when I date, you know, well, I'm going to have some nerves about whether people can be honest, but my gut's still going to be there. It still has my back. I'm just not going to ignore it next time. And I'm not going to be afraid to ask more questions, especially even if I like a guy. And when I like a guy, I'm going to almost see that not as a red flag, but like I want to ask more questions. And when, I, right. and when a guy says to me some really nice things, I want to enjoy it. I'm going to take that to heart, but I'm still going to ask more questions. And I'm going to be willing to just verify that he can back it up with his actions. And it's not just words. Because I've met people who clearly have shown the ability to say whatever the fuck and not be willing to back it up with their actions. Right. And that's not being cynical, that's just being safer and more, you know, taking care of yourself. Now, as someone who has a love language of words of affirmation, think about how much more you're gonna be able to enjoy those words once you've been able to verify it through their actions. Right. Because, they're, you know, I'm, I'm assuming if you reflect back all the times they said nice things, once you started peeling back the layers of his lies and he was still saying nice things, it would like, it didn't feel as good. Right. Yeah, it was like, it was, I mean, yeah. And like, it yeah. feels good. And I'm gonna, like, it's good enough to maybe ignore my gut, but it doesn't mm-hmm. really make me feel truly loved. Right. Right? Absolutely. right. So it's really just listening to yourself and trusting your gut and, and having the confidence that your gut really hasn't ever been wrong. You know, your gut is what made you call in the right. first time. You know, your gut was like, it wasn't just about like how to handle your friends. I'm, I'm guessing your gut told you like, I wonder what Nick's going to say about this guy, you know? Yeah, like, even though I knew. Yeah. yeah. And so that should give you some confidence that like you're not completely helpless. You're not able to like not see these things. You just have to listen a little bit more. You have to be willing to be a disappointed in the short run and, and then you'll be fine. When you feel confused, let that be an alarm to find yeah. out more. But yeah, sure. you're not broken. You just need to you just need to heal yeah. a little bit. Get back out there when you're ready. And even if it's like you don't have to be totally healed to go on a date or two and just feel it out. Take it slow, but like nothing's easier than practice dating people you aren't interested in. So practice asking these questions with people like, you know, you're just kind of indifferent about. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for the update. I'm glad glad you're out of it. I'm glad you're on the path to uh, healing. Just take it easy on yourself. 
trust your gut and accept who he is. Still think you still have a little work to do about accepting who he truly is and don't see him for anything else but that. Just liar, manipulator, selfish, call him a narcissist, whatever you want. But that will explain the whys. Though you don't have to invest any of your energy trying to understand why he said or did anything he did. And you just need to accept that you looked the other way and that you didn't listen to your gut. But going forward, that is something you are going to prioritize and work on for future encounters with people so that you can not feel like you can't trust people. All You're right. right. I appreciate it. All right. Well, good luck. Uh, thanks Thank for the update. You. Keep us posted on uh, how things keep uh, go with you down the line. Sounds good. Thanks, Nick. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So we also get some updates via email of people who maybe aren't able to join us live, but like to update us about their calls, give us a little feedback. Um, so I don't know if you remember uh, Sam, Nick, she had tattoos. She was afraid to tell her mom. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. So we got a little email from Sam. We basically told her just to stop letting her mom bully her, kind of, basically. Yeah, basically just kind of put it out there. Don't apologize. Did we tell her to, like, to send a picture of the tattoo? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I thought we did. Because she had the tattoo. Yeah. She was afraid to like tell mom about yeah. the tattoo. And then it seemed like there was other things that she... Yeah. Did she have like a boyfriend or something or that she didn't tell him about? I think her mom had been very judgmental about like a bunch of other things yeah. in the past. Yeah. Well, the email says, hey, my update is super positive. I am so happy to share that my mom and I had a come to Jesus moment and connected on tattoos and life choices in a really beautiful way. She was cautiously supportive of my arm tattoos and we were able to make progress towards setting boundaries about how much input she gives me about my life. Our relationship is stronger than it was before the fight, and I am proud of the work we have done to repair our issues. It is so amazing to have my mom back in my life, even with strong boundaries in place. Love it. Great. We love boundaries on this show. I just saved a mom and daughter relationship. Nailed it. Put that on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing moms and daughters together. Since 2000... 2022. <laughs> I feel like the uh, we've definitely been had an uptick in uh, family questions. Sometimes they're even more complex than like a like, dating. Yeah. It's nice to know they trust me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it started with like wedding based questions that involved the family. Yeah. And then it like grew into its own beautiful little genre. Yeah. Well, another exciting update is do we remember uh, our couple, Lindsay and Maddie, who were having a bit of a debate as to when they would get a dog? Decided that yeah. they would Mediation get a dog. Call. But yeah, the question they were was they were going to move to New York. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, little update email. Hello. After the call, we talked about it more and decided we were in too much of a life transition to get a dog. We are hoping to get our jobs lined up to move to New York in the next few months and decided we would revisit the topic once we were settled a few months in the new place. In the meantime, I'm dog walking to get some of my dog fever out. Thanks again. Lovely little yeah, update. I think that's so smart. I was yeah. a little worried about like, them getting they it before New York. They had just moved in together. Like that day. Yeah. Right. I think it's good for them to get to New York first. I feel like adding a dog, like moving is already tough enough. Yeah. I like that they can just get settled before. It's just dog walking to get, and get like you Nailed said. Nailed it. Yeah, like good compromise. Compromise. And she's probably making some money doing it too. Yeah. Saving up for New York. Yeah. Right. I feel like that with kids sometimes where I'm like, I need to babysit because I have baby fever. Did you get baby fever? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. It's been too long since I've like hung out with like a little munchkin i love kids we also got an update from maggie who she wanted the courthouse wedding she'd said she'd been married before she did the big fairy tale wedding and it was like too expensive and too stressful her boyfriend wanted the big wedding and didn't have to do with her family right because she was afraid of like inviting her family and that was ultimately the reason why she didn't want the big mm -hmm. wedding is yeah. because she thought her family would it wasn't it was from episode, what, 448, not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I think also like judgment about it being her second marriage. Yeah. And ultimately it was just kind of like, maybe you can give him what he wants and not invite mom and dad if that's a boundary they're not willing to respect. Yeah. So we got a little update from Maggie um, saying that her boyfriend's sister actually recently eloped. 
because her partner also had a very complicated overbearing family dynamic. We were there to witness slash document the courthouse ceremony, and it was so sweet and sentimental. Then they were able to take the video of the ceremony and share with his parents on their own terms on a visit in person. It was well-received, and we liked their example. It may be that we go that route when we get there. She also said that she found some old wedding rings from his grandmother in a toothpick case in his glove department. When she asked him about them, his response was, quote, I don't know anything about those, but are any of them good? And then she said, if he proposes, I'll let you know. So he now has this example of his sister doing the courthouse wedding. So they wonder the went co- well. So, okay. So maybe he's more willing to do, do the, the courthouse, courthouse like she wants. Okay. Yeah. And she found some rings. So who knows? There we go. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com, cast with a K, for your questions. All things Ask Nick, whether it's uh, our Ask Nick episodes, mediation, texting office hours, pre-order my book. If you haven't yet, thanks in advance. We will see you back on Monday. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.